Hey, how's it going, sports fans? How are you this morning on this May the 13th? Thank you for joining the One Man Sports Show. I am your highly replaceable host, Brock Crocker. And like I said, I hope you're doing well. You know, I'm going to level with you guys. I'm, I'm a little bit cranky today. I had, uh, I, I'm a cat owner. And uh, I don't know if that'll carry on in the future. Those little buggers had, I got two of them, and those little buggers had me up at the crack of dawn. So on, on the positive side, I guess, is it made me, or helped me, I guess, uh, prepare a little bit for today. And, and we've got some early games going. So uh, I haven't had my morning coffee. My bankroll is down probably about 15% this morning. So uh, the day has got to get better is what I'm thinking. So... Uh, hopefully that is something for for myself to look for today and I hope everyone like I said has a good day and and you know let's look at some stuff today that's happening and see if we can have a good day together as far as wagering goes like I said I did end up 15% down yesterday and uh, you know overall it was it, it was kind of a you know a rough day really it was uh, I went three for five in the NHL and and really there was two locks in the NHL yesterday and then a bunch of garbage so uh, we did have the two games that uh, that I thought were were actually predictable or one could actually have a, a reasonable assumption of what might happen so uh, NBA was a tough one yesterday two for six against the spread so uh, that was tough and seven for, you know I went seven out of 14 on, on MLB so half and, and it was one of those days and I was telling you guys in the podcast I just know it'll be one of those nights where I'm sitting at the end of the night uh, just shaking my head trying to trying to recover from all the losses and you know that's pretty darn well close to what happened yesterday uh, I was down I don't know probably close to 50% of my bankroll was one wiped out and uh, I wasn't feeling too happy and, and I look on the schedule and of course there's the Dodgers game sitting there left to, to wager on and the, there's the Lakers game left to wager on so the Dodgers haven't been kind the Lakers uh, have been not that I always bet on them and and, and I saw that my my favorite Kyrie the best Kyrie in the NBA was playing in Kyrie uh, I forget his last name Kyrie Thomas yeah, that Kyrie, you know, and, and I, I put a big chunk <laughs> on 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 the Rockets and and my man Kyrie yesterday, and uh, they do get the cover. Heck, they almost got the win, so you know that that was the positive thing. Kind of led me back to, like I said, a little bit of damage control, and uh, at the very least. Uh, uh, like I said, limited me. I only lost about 15%. So thank you, Kyrie. You are the man. Uh, thank you, Lakers, for, for not really defending. I, I think uh, I think they were able to hit yesterday. Uh, Kyrie and his buddies were able to hit on like 50% of their shots yesterday. So uh, that was... That, that was pretty cool. So uh, I guess be thankful for, for the things that go right. So that was one thing yesterday uh, that, that I did have happen for me. So that was good. Uh, something I, I didn't see coming yesterday. And, you know, it just comes down to watching your announcements. Uh, and uh, I thought the, the Nets would be down to to one of their personalities in, in Durant and they end up getting hardened back. He comes off the bench for them yesterday, but, uh, you know, really effective, you know, almost triple doubles coming off the bench and, uh, and beats the Spurs pretty convincingly. So uh, that one was kind of a thorn yesterday for me. 
as far as watching that. So we'll keep watching that Nets team. And of course, uh, Kyrie Irving, the, the second best Kyrie in, in the NBA, is unable to perform his job uh, for whatever reason. I don't know if he's hurt on retreat. I think I saw face contusion. So uh, we'll continue to monitor the Nets accordingly. How about those those trailblazers yesterday going up uh, against Utah? And that was one that did come through, so that was the other good one. And uh, uh, Dam was great. CJ was great yesterday. And even Nurkic, Nurkic was great against Gobert uh, in, in the paint yesterday. Gobert, you know, was his usual self, uh, shot-blocking self. But, uh, uh, you, you know, I, I thought Nurkic actually held in pretty well against him. So uh, we'll see what goes on forward with that Utah team who I, I think is really uh, going to feel the loss of their guards coming up here and I think it's starting to show uh, for them. Looking over on the hockey side, and like I said, not too much going on. Uh, I could tell you as far as stuff that was interesting to me, you know, I heard from a bunch of Leaf fans yesterday, and like I said, there's an excitement here in Canada for the playoffs for sure. Uh, and they bring back Freddie Anderson from injury yesterday, and the Habs uh, do win. And I think I told you guys to bet on the Habs uh, on that one, and, uh, and, and they do deliver on that one. So uh, Freddie gets the loss, so not an ideal return for him and not an ideal situation for the Leafs where they did play uh, some of their uh, some of their they, they played their full lineup and they ended up losing this one and they've had some 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 problems against the Sens team all year so uh, I, I think that you know it just plants a little bit of seed I think Toronto's got a game or two here left so we'll see here and I'm, I'm not even sure if that's the case actually let me just double check here I know the North Division goes a little later so I'm sure they've still got a chance to well it'll probably just be resting now so that might have been the chance really to get right as far as uh getting Freddie maybe they get him in the next game but you know they'd sure like to you think they'd sure like to get him a win and you know speaking of goaltenders you know yesterday the Oilers play and they they bring their big guns out including Smith and uh, I, I didn't understand why they would bring in their their 41 year old goalie who's basically stood on his head all year uh, and get him some rest here and you know he takes a shot to the back of his noodle in this one uh, gets back up was fine but uh, definitely a scary moment uh, for Oiler fans so uh, these are nothing games going on in the NHL now, so you know until the playoffs start, we're, there's just not going to be a lot of uh, a lot of interest for for me anyway as far as what the NHL goes. And uh, it, the NHL right now, if you're into wagering on the NHL, then you're just into pure wagering. You're in the slot machines. You're you're in the blackjack. Cause that that's that's what it is. You're just playing the house at that point. Uh, there, there's no rhyme or reason to what's going to go on in the NHL here going forward. It's just uh, basically if you like betting on preseason games. Uh, this is your chance to bet on the preseason while the regular season is still on, essentially. Uh, baseball side of things, we saw some good games yesterday and today, lots on the go. And the game I watched, I watched the Blue Jays yesterday, and uh, they're in line today. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, they could sweep the Atlanta Braves uh, twice twice this year already or early on in the year so uh, that's an interesting storyline and actually we've got a lot of sweeps to go uh, on the sweep alerts here in the uh, <clears throat> in MLB uh, the A's I think are on the cusp of, of sweeping potentially the Red Sox uh, at home uh, same thing with the Phillies I believe they're on the road uh, and they have a chance to, to, to do that to the the Nats 
the Tigers, how about them? They're at home and they're facing the Royals and, and they, they might be able to get the sweep. And we've got the White Sox and the Yankees too, also looking for sweeps. So uh, we'll see how that goes today. I do like betting sometimes against these trends, but you know, when you got that many of them, you know, maybe I'll take all those guys today that are looking for sweeps and throw them on, on a run line parlay. I think that might be a fun thing to do today, so uh, I'll do that. And, 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 you know, I forgot the whole thing. One of the reasons I was so thorny this morning, how about those Celtics? Just going back to basketball for a sec, uh, I've got to say it, uh, losing to Cleveland, it's just, it, it, it's to me, it's irreprehensible of, of the Celtics to go in, and, and they lose, and they need the game, and now they're stuck. They're going to be in that play-in play uh, tournament. They, they lose to a, a terrible Cleveland team, and, you know, just to top it all off, I don't know if you guys heard me of Kevin Lovin, and I can't stand the guy. And just to tell you how this is, it's typical of how toxic he is. Uh, you know, Cleveland just kind of needed to lose this game, and of course, he has this best game of the year when they need it the least. Uh, comes up with a big game yesterday, and then comes out yesterday and says, "Oh, I wanted to finish the year on, on, with a win." And I'm sure, I'm sure, if you're a freaking Cleveland fan, you're thinking, "Well, how about you start and 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 use some of the middle." of the year to, to try to get a win so uh this guy big contract i, I don't know what cleveland's gonna do with him but uh if i have championship aspirations i want this kevin love guy nowhere near my basketball team uh, other than that, I think that's all. Oh, the Olympics. Uh, it was one other thing. I was just listening to some guys, and I wanted to chime in and give my two cents. Uh, uh, apparently, there's, there's the, the, win the Winter Olympic Games are happening in Beijing in nine months or February or something. And uh, it just caught my eye that you know caught my ear. Anyway, it's just that we're even talking. You know, I live in a city right now where you can't even gather. <laughs> with like five or more people or something like that and uh, in nine months from now you're telling me that that people from my country and athletes are heading to the most crowded country in the world uh where, where this pandemic started uh in a country where they're they're being accused right now of committing genocide against people uh in a country right now where, where they have arbitrarily locked up two canadians so I don't understand how, how we're talking about the Olympics in Beijing in February. Uh, you're crazy to go. Uh, any athlete who goes there, I, I don't know how I can support that. Uh, or at least in terms of uh, whatever happens happens to you over there. You certainly get no no sympathy from me. Uh, but yeah, it's just interesting that uh, we're talking about the Beijing Olympics in nine months. Just uh, kind of crazy if you ask me. But you know, I guess that's the world we live in sometimes. So we'll see what happens and uh we'll report on it in this podcast nonetheless so uh, I'll, I'll keep you guys apprised of the situation in regards to that uh today like i said it was kind of nice i did uh, get up at the crack of dawn uh thanks to my uh organic alarm clock so today at least we'll get a chance to, to look at some things early and there are some early games today uh going in mlb so and we're starting actually today i'll be watching mlb pretty early my blue jays are playing the braves and like i said they're looking for that sweep today so we'll see what they can get done and <clears throat> the pitching matchup today it's a little bit suspect for both teams uh stripling is going for for toronto and he's 0 and 2 on the year high era and hasn't really put it together yet uh for this toronto team and, and he is on the road, and like I said, they, they've been hot. They're uh, they're looking for the sweep of the Braves here, and the Braves have been struggling with the bats. They've been struggling with the pitching in this one, and, and they get a guy coming in, and Charlie Morton, who's struggling mightily. 
didn't even make it out of the first inning in like a, it was like an epic meltdown actually. I did watch that, that inning. And uh, we'll see if he can bounce back today. And you know, compounding issues for him. Is this Blue Jays team just saw him on May 1st and they hit him then. They got five hits and four runs. And, you know, playing in Tampa, this Blue Jays team is actually very familiar with Charlie Morton to begin with. So I do like actually the chances here of the Blue Jays being able to get the sweep. Uh, they are a dog here on this one. And, and to me, that uh, I'm liking that too. Uh, the, the Blue Jays are 19 and 16 and have beat the Braves already five times this year. And uh, the Braves are 17 and 19. And uh, yeah, so to, to have Toronto as a dog and I think the pitching matchup, I think uh, the Braves get a little bit more name brand on the mound in Charlie Morton, but I'm not too sure they're getting any more, uh, any, any more return back on their pitching. So uh, I, I like the Blue Jays here to get the sweep, to get the double sweep. So taking the Blue Jays and what we'll do here, <clears throat> I'm just playing it safe. I lost 15% of my bankroll yesterday, so uh, I, I want to get that back. So kind of a little bit of recovery mode today. So, And I love the run line wagers anyway. So I'm going to get on the run line, take the Blue Jays, get a run and a half, and you get a 169 with that. And if anyone wants to play along, of course, I am on Sports Interaction, so you can check that out and you can play right along with me. That looks like the only game on the interleague side of things. And like I said, it, it is an early one there. So uh, I'll try to get this out to you guys. And this should actually, uh, this podcast should publish actually about an hour before pitch. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys get that. And looking at the next game, we start over in the National League. So I'll go over to the National League and we'll work our way down the National League side of things. And uh, I'm not interested in a promo for free slot spins. So we'll get back to that. Here we go. And we've got Philadelphia against Washington. And this is one of those series we talked about that's on the schedule today as far as a potential sweep goes. And like I said, I kind of want to take all the sweep guys and, and kind of maybe I'll put them on run lines uh, if I can get a run and a half on some of them. Because a lot of them I think you are getting actually uh, a plus one and a half on the run line like we got with the Blue Jays. So... Uh, with this uh, Washington team at home, uh, they're actually getting a run and a half at home in this one on the run line, and they're paying 155. And you know, I kind of like this game for Washington. Uh, I, I think that I think that Eflin comes in here, and I think his numbers are just a little overrated. You look at him on the surface, and he's two and one on the year, 45 and a third innings pitch, 42 strikeouts, two base on ball, so pretty good numbers there. But when you dig down a little deeper you'll see that in his last game against Atlanta he gave up five hits uh, over six and two-thirds before that six innings pitched against the Mets the you know the Mets that weren't hitting well gave up ten hits uh, St. Louis Cardinals before that went six and two-thirds gave up nine hits gave up seven hits before that to, to the Giants six hits uh, to the card, seven hits to the Braves. So Zach Eflin is going to give up some hits today. Uh, and, and and like I said, I think Washington, I think they're a little bit better of a hitting team. I, I do like, uh, I do like, uh, I do like Harper's bat for sure for Philly, but uh, Philly's got some some injuries today. Real Muto, uh, he's day to day, so if he'll come back or not. But I also think that affects the pitching situation a little bit for the Phillies if he is unable to go. So I don't see an update on him. 
D.D. Uh, Gregorius also listed as day-to-day. -day. So watch for him. You know, he's been making contributions to that to that Phillies lineup for sure. So uh, I think with the injuries, and I hate the pitching today for, for the Washington, but he's been a little bit better, better of late in Patrick Corbin. So... There was a lot of people starting at the talk of the year if, like, this guy's career was over. So, uh, one in three, uh, 29 in the third innings pitch, 20 strikeouts, 13 base on balls. So, definitely not off to a great start, but his last game was a little more encouraging. In fact, I think his last two games out were a little more encouraging. And I'm not a big fan of this pitcher. I, I question his stuff a little bit, but... Uh, he is at home, and uh, like I said, I think Eflin comes in here with his numbers just a little overheated for my liking. So uh, looking at Corbin's last outing, he went six innings pitch, four hits uh, against the Yankees. So that's a pretty good hitting team. And then before that against Miami, who's not such a great hitting team, but still went seven innings. So he's got quality starts in his last two outings out. So I expect this game to be close, and uh, like I said, I, I expect Juan Soto to have a breakout game anytime now. Uh, he, he's just been kind of sitting there, and, and Turner's been going good. So they've, they've got they've got one of their two good bats already going. So uh, and, and I do think that the, the Nationals just have a little bit more firepower as far as uh, this one goes in the batting lineup with, with the injuries to uh, to the uh, to the Phillies right now. Uh, you look at this one, and the, the Phillies do hit the home run more uh, than the Nationals today. So. You know, they could put runs up in bunches. We'll have to watch out for that. But uh, on the flip side, Washington is seventh in the league in average. So they have that going for them. Like I said, I think they'll get some hits today. So uh, it should be a good game nonetheless. And I'm going to get on the, uh, I think I'm going to get on the Nationals on this one. And I'm going to take them on the run line. And I get 155 over that. So, so far, two games in and I've collected three runs. And I just love collecting runs. I just think it's the greatest thing ever just to get free runs. Why not? Uh, I guess they're not free, but, you know, to, to get them at a, a rate, like I said, it seems seems pretty good to me, especially when you compare it to what happens in the NBA and, and, and in the uh, the NHL side. It just seems like really good value to me. St. Louis Cardinals in to see the Milwaukee Brewers. And this, is, this one has got an awesome pitching matchup going for it. Uh, we've got Flaherty going against Bernie's, and and his numbers. I was just looking at it this morning. It's crazy with Bernie's. He's two and two record on the year. Twenty nine and a third innings pitched, forty nine strikeouts, no base on balls. Uh, and, and you think, okay, well, I'm going to lock lock the Brewers in for a win. Well, you look at Jack Flaherty. He's undefeated. He's six and zero, oh, forty one and a third innings pitched, forty two strikeouts, eleven base on balls. So we've got a really good game here uh, in, in this one. We've got uh, Bernie's was out uh, with with an illness, so he is coming back, and we'll see today what uh, what he can get accomplished. He he actually got kind of roughed up in his last outing. He ended up giving up eight hits to the Marlins on, on April the twenty sixth and four earned runs, and then he was really solid before that. You know, going six innings in the two games, three games prior to that, and getting ten strikeouts, ten strikeouts, and nine strikeouts. So uh, a little bit of a fallback. And like I said, he's back after being ill, so we'll see how he can come back from that after being sitting for a little bit. But uh, uh, I think this will be a really good game. Uh, I think it's a really even pitching matchup. And looking at this one, you know, this is the battle for first in that uh, in that NL Central. Uh, the this is the third game of the series, so this is the uh, the rubber. They they both they both won one, and in both those games, the losing team only got one run. So. Uh, the run line has been not a factor so far in this series, at least as far as uh, changing the outcome of the, the end score. 
But I'm going to get on this one. This is a tough game, and uh, I'm going to do what I always do, and I'm going to get on the runs. You know, I kind of like the Cardinals a little bit better in this one, you know, all things being equal in the pitching department, and, and I think it is a pretty even pitching matchup today. Uh, I, I got to get on those Cardinals bats. I, th I think they're, they're just uh, a team that, that hits a little better. Uh, and, and looking at that, let's see if we can quantify that at all. Uh, the, the Cardinals are 10th in runs compared to the Brewers, who are 25th. Uh, the the Cardinals are 19th in hits compared to the Brewers who are 26th and yeah so you know it just just a little bit better you know Cardinals are, are 17th in average the 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 Brewers are 28th uh, OPS they have the advantage slugging percentage they have the advantage on base percentage they have the advantage home runs they have the advantage so the only place they're not winning is on the uh, stolen base category as far as the rundown of that goes so you got to like the cards here today i think they've got a chance so you could even money line them at 214 but uh, i'm, I'm going to take the runs because that's what i do i collect runs so i'm going to take the cardinals on the run line and get them at a run and a half and get 1.50 on that so right at my breaking point so uh yeah in there like it san francisco giants fly across the country to see those pirates and we've got uh Dace Golfini against uh, Will Crow, and he's 0-1 on the year, and I just I just can't see any reason to get behind Pittsburgh today in this one. Uh, besides, you know, I've mentioned in the past, uh, Will Crow kind of sounds like, I don't know, he should be uh, an elite pitcher or something. So his last outing out, he went six innings pitched against the Cubbies, gave up four hits and two earned runs, so pretty decent. Uh, but he, he gets, a, he gets a, a Giants team that's uh, just been on fire, uh, they come into this one hitting lots of home runs, and I didn't see that coming, uh, led by Brandon Belt. Uh, and, and, yeah, they've got 47 home runs already on the year compared to the, the Pirates' 24 home runs. And Belt is day-to-day -day in this one, so we'll see uh, We'll see if he actually plays. Uh, definitely help out the Pirates' cause if he can't make this one, that's for sure. But uh, we've got two teams here. We've got the Pirates. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, lost uh, their last game out. Uh, Giants, uh, NL West leaders, 6-4, and four, and, and they've won their last two, and they just recently got Ustremski back from, from the injury report, so he's been back for them, so that just bolsters uh, what they're going on. And, you know, the, the, the Giants do have some injuries I saw. Um, I saw, uh, uh, sorry, who was missing? Uh, Listella and uh, <clears throat> there's another guy they're missing on the on the inside of their uh, in, inside of their lineup here, as far as injuries go, so the the, the Giants, it's not all it's not not all roses for the Giants. You know they do have some some injuries here, and I'm just going to get uh, the names on the tip of my tongue: uh, Listella and Solano. Solano. So uh, both those guys, I think, are contributors to to what they do. And uh, Solano hasn't played since April 21, so he's been out for a while. But still, you know the Giants rolling without him. And uh, I think they, they roll today. I think they, they've got a pretty favorable matchup here uh, against these Pirates and against Crow. And I, I like them to keep pace here in the NL West. And, and they're going to do that by, by beating up on teams uh, like the Pirates. The Pirates may even get one in this series. We'll see. But I don't think it's going to come on the arm of Crow. At least that's not the game I'm going to uh, hitch my wagon to. So taking the Giants on this one. And I'm going to take them on the money line. Uh, I'm not going to give up any runs and get them at 163 on the money line. Cincinnati in the sea Colorado and I kind of 
I kind of like this game a little bit for for the Reds. I, I know Castillo has been has been not good, and uh, and we'll see. You know, I'm not too sure that uh, he wasn't a little overinflated coming into the year, and 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 he gets Chichi Gonzalez coming in for the Rockies. He's one and one on the year, 15 strikeouts, 10 base on balls. So far from from dominating and. And, you know, we're going to see some hits more than likely in, in the Colorado light air, despite the, the, the deadened ball. So uh, I, I, like, I like Cincinnati just a little bit better here. And uh, Castillo is 1-4 on the year, 26 stri uh, strikeouts, 9 base on balls. We'll look for him to get back a little bit. You know, he didn't do well against the Cleveland team last time out, but uh, not too many people do well against that Cleveland team. And it's just been a rough year, really. There's no encouraging outings uh, on Castillo really since April the 7th, so against, against Pittsburgh. So... Uh, he gets Colorado on the road here and, uh, you know, not such a, a bad spot to try to get right in. And, and I think he gets a pitcher that his, uh, his teammates are going to be able to pick up some runs against. So uh, I'm going to get on them today and, and take this, uh, and take, take the Reds. And they are, uh, they're not eligible to get any, they're, 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 they're a minus one and a half on the run line. So I'm just going to take them on the money line today. Uh, they are the road team. So 168 is what you get on, on the big red hitting machine in this one. Miami in to see Arizona. And this game here kind of, uh, you know, worries me a little bit here. It, it's kind of one of those things is, it, I think this is, this is the better hitting team against the better pitching team here. So depending on what your philosophies are on that. And uh, this one here, you know, I just think it's going to be a close game. I like Rodgers that's on the mound here uh, for the Marlins. I think he comes in, and I think he's got a good shot at giving these guys six, seven innings in this one. Uh, his last outing out, you know, he's gone five in his last two outings out, giving up four hits in both, uh, earn run of one and three respectively. He's gone, he's gotten so far this year. Uh, one, two, three, three quality starts. So uh, six, seven innings is not out of the question. Uh, I guess an Arizona team that has a couple bats out with injuries, so I think that helps out his cause a bit. And they get a, a pitcher from Arizona, who I'm not a real big believer in, in Merle Kelly. Uh, he's got a two and three record. Uh, ERA of 5.4, 30 strikeouts to 13 base on balls over 38 and a thirds innings pitch. So not a dominating guy. And, and I think as a, if you're a Marlins hit hitter, uh, you're kind of looking forward to coming to work today a little bit. So uh, I, I'm going to get on, on Miami today. I think this could be a close game. Who knows once the bullpens get involved. But uh, uh, I'll go on the pitching side of things. I'll take the pitcher and, and see what happens. You know, by the time he leaves this game in the sixth or seventh inning, uh, I could see Miami having a little two or three run lead built up. So I'm uh, going to go with them. Take the Marlins on the road team again. Uh, so we'll go money line on that one at 176. And that's the last game over on the National League side. Click over to the AL, and we've got this Royals team. And, man, I was on them yesterday, and what are we going to do now? You know, they keep losing. I got no choice but to stay on them. Uh, sometimes these streaks, you know, it's foolish just to keep betting and betting on them. But uh, I really thought the Royals were in a spot there yesterday with Duffy to get it done. And to the credit of this uh, Tigers team, they get the win. Uh, they're looking for the sweep, I believe, in this one. Yeah, they are. So they're, they're looking for the sweep in this one. Looking at that game that happened yesterday and just kind of where we went wrong. Well, first off, the Royals didn't get any hits off of... Uh, 
off of Mize. So Mize had a, he went two for three and had one of the best outings of the year, only giving up three hits. And then the, the bullpen shut him out the rest of the way through. So today the, uh, Today, the Tigers have on the mound. Who are they bringing out today? Uh, Spencer Turnbull, who's beatable. You know, one and two, 19 innings pitch, 15 strikeouts, five base on balls. And, and we get Daniel Lynch, who's uh, uh, a prospect, basically, coming up 0-1-1. Five and a third innings pitch, three strikeouts, five base on balls. So we'll see what he can get done today and how many innings he may or may not be able to get into this one. But uh, I just can't get off the Royals. You know, looking at Lynch last time out, he got totally rocked. Uh, got, he went he went two thirds of an inning, gave up seven hits, eight runs, uh, and uh, eight earned runs. So uh, the Royals, even though they're in a ten game slide, uh, they feel comfortable enough to bring this kid out again. So. Uh, and I'm sure he has great stuff. I'm sure he does. So I'm sure it's a matter of other things for him, uh, trying to just put together his pitches and getting to know the batters and and working with his catcher, like all that stuff that, that you got to get into. So uh, tough call, tough call today. But I just can't. I, I can't get off the Royals. I can't have the Tigers sweeping the Royals at home. The Royals came off to a pretty good start. They got some good bats. Uh, they can definitely get after this Turnbull guy today. So uh, let, let's see if we get like a 9-8 game here today, some offensive explosion. But uh, I got to stick with the Royals. So I get them on the on the run line here too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Royals, and I'm even gonna bolster them with some with some runs here, which I like. So I'm gonna get the Royals on the run line, one and a half runs plus, and they're at 153. Minnesota in to see Chicago, and this Chicago team is red hot. Uh, I think I was on the Twins yesterday, so we'll see if the Twinkies can rebound today against one of the hottest teams in baseball, and I think they're in good shape for it, actually. You look at this White Sox team, and, and like I said, they've been red hot. They're getting wicked pitching. They're hitting the ball. They're hitting for average. Uh, they're not hitting a lot of home runs, and uh, this Twins team, I think, is a little bit of the opposite. I think their team is kind of built a little bit more around uh, the long ball. Uh, today, we get a really competitive pitching matchup in Pineda versus Lance. Lynn Pineda is two and one on the year, uh, 33 and a third innings pitch, 32 strikeouts, seven base on balls, uh, 243 ERA, 2.43, so really respectable. And Lynn, you know, really good at three, three and one, 29 and two thirds innings pitch, 35 strikeouts, eight base on balls, and a 1.52 ERA. So, uh, pretty good, pretty solid matchup in this one. I think this could be a low scoring game. And, uh, like I said, the, the White Sox just keep winning. So, I kind of like this game today to be close, and, and I Kind of like, you know, like we talk about going against streaks. You know, this could be one that, a sweep that, uh, or is this even a sweep one? Sorry, I might have this confused. Yeah, sorry, this is another one where the White Sox are going for a sweep. So, uh, and that could happen. What I'm going to do is I'm, I think I'm going to take the best of both worlds. I think that this this could be the sweep. Could it's got to stop sometime. As far as Chicago, their winning streak, they're they're they've won their last five, and who knows when that'll be. But I think this will be a close game. This could be a good pitching game. Uh, this could be a one run game. So I'm I'm liking the Twins, as you guys all know. I'm kind of attracted to taking runs. So I'm taking the Twins on the run line, getting a run and a half, and we're collecting a buttload of runs this morning. So I'm really liking what's going on today. So. Taking the twins there. Yankees into see Tampa, and this is kind of a tough game here. The uh, the Rays uh, are bringing Rich Hill onto the mound today, and he's not a guy I'm a real believer in just based on his on his age and his past performance the last few years. He's got an ERA of five point one seven coming into this one, but uh, the one thing about the the Rays is you know when they bring him out. 
he's going to be set up for success because the moment he's not being successful, uh, the the Rays will pull the plug. You know, the, they don't mind they don't mind bringing out five pitchers in a game. So uh, I do like that in the, in the sense that uh, I think Tampa. Uh, does a pretty good job uh, limiting damages on, on their pitchers. And last time, you know, he didn't he didn't need any help. He went six innings against the the A's, only giving up two hits and, and four strikeouts. So uh, we got two veterans in this one, uh, Jamison Talion. You know, for for the. Uh, for for the Yankees, you know, he's 29 years old and he's he's got some quality starts. You know, he had a good game, pretty fairly good game last time out. He went six and a third innings pitch, gave up three runs, a little high on the runs, five strikeouts. So I think we've got a pretty even match here today as far as the uh, as far as the pitching goes. Uh, if anything, I, I might have to give the nod to the Yankees. And, and the Yankees have some issues today. There's some COVID concerns rolling through their clubhouse. I think a lot of coaches are missing for this one. Uh, I think... Uh, Labor Torres is out for this one, so uh, they are experiencing that. So uh, there are some reasons, I guess, to kind of look at, at Tampa in this one. And like I said, I kind of collect, like collecting runs. Uh, this is the second in the AL East team against the fourth in the AL's team. Uh, the Rays have lost their last two, and this is a game where the Yankees could get the sweep. So you know what? I'm going to take Tampa here. I'm going to take the Rays. I'm going to grab them on the run line. Grab them more runs so that leaves me in place for the Yankees to win by one and and still for me to win my bet <laughs> 166 and we'll see I think it's just a close game anyway so uh, I like taking runs in those close games and you know it just ca carries on and we talk about these sweeps and and the A's are in to see the Red Sox and they're looking at sweeping the the first place team for for the AL East and you know what I love it, it does nothing but help my Blue Jays out so uh, I'm definitely uh, liking what, what the A's are accomplishing out there in Fenway. And today, I think they have the, the pitching matchup in their advantage in Manaya versus Richards on the mound. So uh, we'll see what, what that brings out. But like I said, I think Oakland definitely has the advantage here on the pitching. So uh, I'm just going to kind of carry on. I think it'll be a close game. I think this could be anyone's game. I think the Red Sox will definitely be uh, uh, locked in today. Uh, their, their starter today in Garrett Richards, he's only 2-2 two two on the year, 35 and two-thirds innings pitched, an ERA of 4.54, a whip of 1.46, and uh, he's almost got a 2-1 to one base on balls to strikeout ratio at, at 34 strikeouts uh, to 15 base on balls. So you got to like the pitching matchup, and like I said, I think Oakland's kind of built a little bit for this ballpark. Uh, they're they're going to hit home runs, and they're going to squeak out... Uh, uh, squeak out runs on the base pads too if they need to do that so uh, I kind of like the A's a little bit in this one so I'm going to get on the A's and I like collecting runs so I'm loving today actually as far as MLB goes I'm collecting all these runs it's awesome uh, 152 on the A side Texas into C Houston and we've got Fulte on the mound for Texas and uh, Javier on the mound for, for for the Astros and he's been really good this year uh, the Texas pitcher been, you know, a bit of a, a mixed bag. Uh, one and three record on the year, an ERA of 4.50. 36 strikeouts, nine base on balls. And, you know, considering we're, we're Fulte, Mike, and I, I call him Fulte because I hate saying his name, Fulte Newitzki. Uh, it was one and three, 40 innings pitched, 36 strikeouts, nine base on balls. And, and, you know, considering, you know, kind of some of the expectations uh, with him, uh, not 
the most terrible start for the year anyway like i guess you could say those are at least mlb type numbers that he's got there so uh, encouraging but the guy he gets going against him today uh christian javier is three and one on the year 31 innings pitch 38 strikeouts 12 base on balls an era of 2.9 so pretty darn solid in this battle of texas that gets going today and uh, i'm just a big believer in this astros team they're not so far removed from being the championship team and uh the trash can thing i don't put a whole lot of you know i, I know that happened I'm, I'm not doubting that and I, I know i'm not doubting it had effect on their on their ability to win but i still think they're a pretty good ball team so i think that kind of uh, makes the Astros sometimes a little sneaky because everyone wants to hate on them. And we're going to show them some love today because I'm going to get on them today in this game. And uh, and I'm just going to take them on the money line. So not a great game, actually. I probably won't even be playing this one too heavily. Maybe put it in some sort of parlay at 148. Astros at home. Cleveland in the sea, Seattle. And, you know, some excitement going on with the Seattle team. They have a couple of rookies getting up there tonight. One is uh, going to the, the bullpen or to their uh, pitching corral. I'm not too sure what they got planned for him, whether he'll be a starter or not. And then and, uh, and he's not playing tonight, but they do have a bat getting into this one. And uh, the guy's name is Kalenic or something like that. Yeah, Kalenic. And, and he's making his debut. He should be in the lineup tonight. So we'll see what he can get done. They have a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of excitement about this guy coming up and, and what he can get accomplished for these guys. So we'll see if that can translate into any success as far as this ball game goes. And I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's a tough one here uh, as far. And you know what? They've got the, I guess they changed it. I see here, uh, I saw that Flexen was starting in one spot. And now I see that Gilbert, the other rookie I was telling you guys about, uh, is expected for this one. And, and you know, whether it's Flexen or Gilbert, either way, it's, it's, it's a tough matchup uh, against this Cleveland team that's been... Uh, you know, going pretty good as of late, and they get uh, they get Plesak up, and you know he actually they've won their last three. They're they're eight and two, and Plesak might be one of the places if you had to pick a question mark uh, right now. What's going on with this rotation? He might be the guy where you do it, and it's not like the numbers are terrible or anything. Uh, he's got he's got some pretty good numbers, but the ERA is a little high at at three point eight three, and and the the win loss record at is. Definitely could be improved at, at 2.3. The whip is, you know, at 103, so 1.03, and 31 strikeouts to seven based on balls. So the underlying numbers aren't bad. They're indicative of somebody who maybe should have a better, uh, a better overall record than than two and three. But like I said, the ERA is a little high, and then you get a rookie on the mound for the Mariners tonight. So I just can't go near that either way. Even with Flexen playing, uh, and I think he's had a, a good year too. But uh, I, I just like Cleveland here today. Uh, and I'm liking it even more now that uh, you got the uncertainty of a rookie. Uh, sure, he's great, but he wasn't great enough to be on the on, on the Major League Baseball team uh, a week ago. So you, you got to, I got to see it. I got to prove it. You, you got to show me something. So uh, for now, I'm going to go with Plesak. I know he's got really good stuff. So uh, I think that makes Seattle a little tough tonight to get onto the base pads with him. So taking taking the hot Indians in this one, they've been going well. So and Seattle hasn't. They're at home in this one. So maybe they get. Right in this series, I think they might be able to get one. But yeah, tough spot against these Indians uh, at home for this one for for the Mariners. And uh, you know the Mariners are going to the cupboard and, and grabbing rookie starters and putting rookie bats into their lineup. Uh, uh, there, there's definitely some concern, you know, from the M's management whether they say it or not, because that's exactly why you do that kind of stuff. So uh, Indians are looking on the money line here at 187, so that's pretty decent money line. 
uh, for them as well. So that should be pretty good. And I think that ties up MLB as far as today goes. So like I said, I'll get this podcast published here to you guys. So maybe you can you can catch a little bit before the game starts. Uh, that leads us over. I'll, I'll do hockey real quick. And my advice with hockey is don't bet hockey. And like I said, if you like preseason betting, then the NHL is your thing. But we won't de- dedicate much time to it today. Uh, just looking at here, we've got we've got. Uh, three games, and I, I think there's more games than that on the schedule. Sports Interaction has three, and uh, let's just take a look here. No, sorry, it is three. So uh, we, we've got the Wild and to see the Blues, and it, it, it's a nothing game. So honestly, I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, go with the home team. Go with the home team. Uh, uh, the Wild are, are are in this one for a. Uh, you know, they're, they're getting ready for the playoffs, and. They're not going to be playing any of their main guys. And same thing for St. Louis. So why not give the edge to the home team? They're on the money line. So uh, the Blues are 194 on the money line. And, and, you know, I'll probably do one ticket today uh, for the, for all of the NHL. I'll just put all three of these games on a parlay. And I'm just going to go all, all three. Uh, well, why? I'm not even going to go all home team because it doesn't make any sense as far as the wagering goes. So why not? Today I'm going to go Blues at 194, the biggest money line on the board. I'm going to go Kings, who have been playing well, and they get a team from Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, who I already saw. We're playing their third-string goalie today, so anything can happen in that one. So put me on the Kings money line. So there's a lottery pick for you today at 432 on the money line. And, in fact, I'm going to hit that right now with a little wager just in case that slips at all because there's just, like I said, it's a coin flip, so I don't know how how anyone can warrant uh, giving, you know, there should be even odds in this game. So you get a huge money line for, for the Kings on that one. Uh, Nucks in to see the Flames, and again, should be even money, but it's not. So take the Nucks. They're playing a little bit better uh, out on, on the road in this one, and they could definitely win this game. The Flames are, uh, in fact, I, I, I like the, the Canucks in this one. Even as, uh, You guys hear me on this podcast. If you listen, I'm always talking about motivation, and I think Canucks have more as far as, uh, you know, the, their year is, they have more games left than anybody, and, uh, and uh, I think they're playing for next year a little bit. And, and I think, you know what, after they've had COVID ripped through their locker room, I'm sure they're just happy to be playing hockey. And, and you look at the Flames, and it's just been a disappointing year. So going to take the Nucks and take them at 235 on the money line. So at least it'll be a nice little parlay uh, as far as that goes. And maybe I'll just, uh, while I'm looking at it here, just so I don't forget, a lot of times I tell you guys stuff, and then I forget or the games start before I get a chance. So... I uh, got them all right now. So I've got them on a three-game parlay. I throw five bucks at it, and it pays me $100. So we'll see what happens there. Going over to the NBA side, and that's definitely probably the what I'm most excited about tonight as far as uh, uh, making some, some dough and watching some, some stuff. You know, like I said, the NHL is pretty much to a dead halt. And the NBA might get that way soon here too, but to their credit, like I, like I was saying, telling you guys yesterday, I kind of like this playing that they're doing. I think it kind of keeps the games a little more interesting, a little more into the year. So uh, good job on the NBA there. And, and this is an example of that. We get the, the first game up, we get the Clippers and the Hornets. And the Hornets are in, I think, let me just bring it up here. They're, they're in the playoff, uh, play-in tournament anyway, realm. So they want to make sure to... Uh, 
see what they can do about getting in uh, basically if you're in the seven they're in eighth right now so right now that it would take it would take two losses in that tournament to get them booted uh, but if they let the the Pacers or the Wizards get by them then then they could be eliminated with one loss so Hornets today have something to play for as do the Clips you know the Clips are, are currently uh, third but you know, I don't know if you're the Clippers. All I'm trying to do if I'm in the top ed of that Western division is I don't really want to play the Lakers. And the Lakers don't even really scare me so much this year as far as being champions. And who knows, you know, if, if AD and LeBron are completely healthy and roll all the way through, of course, they're, they're, they're serious, serious contenders. But it's the health. I have a serious uh, question mark with those Lakers, as I'm sure everyone else does. But uh, the Lakers, I think, will be the most dangerous at the start of the playoffs when their health uh, is at its best. So uh, I'm not too sure how that plays out. You know, as far as if you're, you're the Clippers, you get into that one-two spot, all of a sudden, you know, you'll be playing one of those basically relegated teams that, that makes it through that tournament. So, uh, which could definitely be the Lakers as one of them, especially coming out of that seventh spot and the Clippers pushing up uh, onto the Suns on second. So we'll see. Uh, we, we, and, you know, the one thing about Kawhi and crew is, is, you know, like I said before on this podcast, the guy's money. He's cool. He's not going to come in here and play for his stats. He's just going to come in here and get a win. This is a business trip to Kawhi. Uh, he, Kawhi doesn't care about our spread. And neither do the Clippers. And uh, uh, the Hornets, I think they care a little bit because they, they need to win this one uh, a little more. So uh, they're at home. I think eight and a half points is pretty generous, actually, uh, for this Hornets team. That's enough for me to, to buy in. Uh, they've lost their last two. But if you look, they played the Nuggets and that eight points uh, would have got them the cover. They played the loss to the Pelicans at eight points would have got them the cover. They beat the Magic. So I, I don't know. I, I just like the Hornets in this one as far. I, I think the Clippers probably win, uh, but I, I think they win by by just enough. And I, I think that this could be a competitive game. So uh, I, I like getting points uh, when that is the case. And uh, that'll be the case tonight. Just kind of look here too. The Hornets are—they did get a day's rest, so that bodes well for them. And the Clippers have been on the road. They were just in Tampa, so now they're coming up into Charlotte. So they're in the middle of a four-game road trip to end the year. So yeah, I like the Hornets a bit here at home. I like them to cover, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Hornets. And yesterday, you know, I was—I was messing around with super, super, super teasers. I think they called it and added like seven or eight nine points to, to all my my spreads in basketball so that was pretty neat even though that the uh the Pelicans still managed to to not <laughs> help me out even though i had them at like plus whatever it was plus 17 or 18 or something like that so anyway uh today hornets plus eight and a half at home so i like getting points at home and uh, you get 191 standard fare with that one. Bucks in to see the Pacers, and we talk about that that Hornets team needing to hold up to that eighth spot, and they need to hold up to it because the Pacers would like it. So we get the Pacers versus the Bucks, and very much like this other game, uh, I, I like the Pacers to, to be in this one to, to get the cover. I don't know if they're going to get the win, but I, I think this game could be close. And uh, looking at Milwaukee, Right now, they're pretty much, you know, they, they could make a move into Brooklyn to get that second spot, but they're pretty much locked into third. There's no way that Atlanta's going to catch them. And right now, well, you draw the Knicks. I don't know if I'd, I'd want to draw the Knicks. I'd probably prefer to draw whoever comes out of that tournament. So uh, it should be a good game anyway. I think both teams come in here to, to win it. And, uh, you know, if I'm Milwaukee, though, I'm kind of looking towards the playoffs. So maybe I'm keeping keeping my minutes down anyway to, to where I need to be. They're 7-3 in their last 10, uh, won their last game out 
this Pacers team. And this Pacers team can be a little bit unpredictable. I like that they're healthy right now. I think they can be dangerous. Well, not completely healthy, but I guess when I say healthy, I, I kind of consider them having Sabonis back as being healthy. Uh, they, they beat the, the 76ers. They play pretty good, you know, a really good defensive team, and, and they beat them by nine. So uh, I, I think the Bucks are in for a game here today for sure. And I'm just going to check the injuries here just to make sure that there's nobody out that needs to be considered as far as that goes. And looking at the injury report, we have Brogdon, who's been out for the Pacers. He's been out for a while. Same thing with Turner. So, yeah, basically healthy aside from the guys that have been gone. So, uh, and you look at this team here and, and what they do best, and they are pretty good at spreading the ball around. So I, I think I think that, that it's going to make it a competitive game if you can spread the ball around. I think that that's always a good plan and this 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 Bucks team has some great players on it so uh, I think it will take a team type effort so uh, I like the Pacers and I, I like the the points again so I'm going to take that on the uh, on the home team here so we get two home teams that are getting uh, two two we're getting two home teams here that are both technically in the playoffs right now and both laying getting getting eight and a half points at home so i like that i actually just threw that in a two-game parlay uh before anything changes on that who knows if the odds will change or not i don't know of any reason why it would in this one uh just because it was already announced but you never know uh it sucks a lot of times you know you go and you got a hot lead and you go yesterday i can't remember which game it was i wanted to hit one of the games hard yesterday and, and i ended up doing it and then i went to go and i said well no i should do a little more on that game and they took the they, they took the game right off the board, so uh, sometimes it, it's uh, it's good to act early. Next game up, we've got the Magic and the Hawks, and this is a game I don't like. I don't suggest anyone wager it. It's just too many points to me. Uh, it's 13.5 points. If I have to, to pick on this one, and I will just for fun, and, and who knows, maybe I'll throw it into a parlay or something, but uh, I won't see a lot of my bankroll today, that's for sure, is the Hawks are... are at home to this Magic team, and the 13.5 points to me is just its just crazy uh, for me. But, you know, this Orlando team has been hurt. They're, they're down into their reserves, so I don't think they have a chance at all winning this game. And so it's just a matter of what you think they're going to do on the spread, and I just I can't get behind laying points on this Magic team. So uh, taking the Hawks, taking them minus 13.5. And, uh, you know, this Hawks team couldn't even get his covers the other day against, uh, who were they playing? They, they, they failed two times in, in, in getting a cover. Uh, was it the, the hapless Celtics, perhaps? Let me just see who that was. Oh, it was the Wizards, actually. The Wizards, and the Wizards actually came competitive games in that one, and, and they had to come back to win that one, so... Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, that doesn't give me confidence, actually, in, in, in the Hawks' ability to cover this one off. And especially, you know, it makes you wonder, too. We're looking at the standings in this one, and uh, the Hawks are pretty much locked into fourth. So uh, I'm not too sure what that does as far as their, their lineup and what the coach might do today. So uh, stay away from this one. That, that's a scary spread at 13.5, and, and, and the Hawks might not necessarily uh, be in this one to... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they, they, they need to go full pedal to the metal the whole way through this game, I guess is what I'm saying. So watch this game. And in fact, I, I'm going to change. I'm actually going to go magic. I'm going to go magic. But like I said, I'm not throwing any of my bankroll at this game. Maybe, you know, maybe a parlay or a small parlay or something. But I'm going to go magic. Actually, I'm going to go plus 13 and a half. And I'm going to go 191 just based on their ability to not get a cover against the Wizards. And I get the Wizards are way better than the Magic, but uh, uh, I don't know. I think the Hawks take the take the foot off the gas a little bit after uh, 
a pretty pretty uh, pretty intense back-to-back -back with the Wizards. We got 76ers in to see the Heat, and this is kind of a tough game to judge a little bit because I think there are some injuries. Uh, Embiid is a game-time decision along with with Butler, so I think you got to watch these watch those. Uh, I like the Sixers here today. If Embiid plays and Butler doesn't, if Butler plays and Embiid doesn't, then I kind of like the Heat. Uh, they've basically got this one at a pick'em, so you know I, I would wait in on this one until the lineups are announced. They've got Butler here as the game time decision due to an eye injury, and uh, no update there, just questionable. And you know, and, and one thing about Jimmy Butler, if he can play, I, I totally believe he will. Uh, as far as Embiid goes, you know, his his status is also up in the air. He was out with a non-COVID illness a couple days ago, so you assume it's the flu, and those things usually clear out in a day or two. Uh, may come looking a little lighter and leaner, so his, his conditioning might be down. So maybe the 76ers uh, don't play him here today. Uh, just for that reason alone, and I wouldn't blame them for that. Looking at this one, the 76ers, uh, they can still be caught by the Nets for first in, in the division. And the Knicks right now, uh, they're pretty much locked. Well, they're not locked in the six. They're, they're holding up six, and I don't think they're, they're, they're in no threat at all from the Celtics. The Celtics, I believe, are technically uh, relegated now to the play-in tournament. So the, 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 the Knicks have six locked up, no problem. Uh, but they can get further uh, onto the board, so... Uh, they're chasing this Heat team, so the Knicks could get by this Heat team if they lose today because the Knicks are on the schedule today as well. So this is going to be a competitive game. Watch your lineup announcements for sure, uh, and, and this is a tough one. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Sixers with Embiid and, and Heat without him. So that, that's what I'm going to do. you, you got to watch the game time announcements. So right now I'm basing this on that I don't think Embiid would play because I'm the 76ers on the road here. And like I said, coming off, of, I'm assuming, a flu. It's a non-COVID type sickness. So uh, I'm going to say that they arrest him, get him his fluids, and get, get his uh, conditioning back up. So taking the heat at home on this one. And they're, they're, they're either minus one on the point spread or 187 on the money line. So I'm, just, well, I'm not going to mess around with that minus one point. Uh, I'll just take the, the 187. It's barely worth worth. Uh, risking for the for the extra of the 1.91 versus the 187 so taking the heat on the money line at 187 on that one Spurs in to see the Knicks and like I said we just talked about this Knicks team and how they could actually move up you know they've got uh, they could get home court advantage they have the Heat and the Hawks in front of them and both those teams are uh, within distance and you know what looking at that I'm going back I'm going back on this uh, my I'm going back on my pick here I just I can't I'm sitting here thinking about that Orlando game uh, with the Hawks and, and I can't do it I, I've got to go back and I've taken the magic out and I'm adding the Hawks back back in at 13 and a half i'm a big believer in motivation so i've got to go back to that so uh back back to spurs Knicks. sorry for interrupting our regularly scheduled program we'll go back to the spurs and knicks here and the knicks like i said they, they've been playing well the knicks uh play good defense and they're not a team that's really going to blow you off the scoreboard uh you know i see this as being kind of like a 112 to, to 108 type game for the knicks uh i think they'll shoot better threes you know and, and the Spurs, you know, with DeMar Rosen, we all know about him. Uh, he, he, he is the, 
he is a short range, you know, two, 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 two bucket score. And uh, it's going to be a little tough, I think, inside with the Knicks. I think they'll defend him well. Uh, I think his, his short range game is going to be challenged a little bit in this one. So I, I think it's going to be hard. At five and a half points, like I said, I do see this being as like a four point game. And, and the Spurs let us down yesterday on the spread. You know, they lost, uh, they lost in a pretty good chunk, 12 points to the net. So. And that was yesterday. They get a Knicks team that's kind of rested after playing out in L.A. two days ago. So they, they did have the day off yesterday. So lots of interesting dynamics to this game. Like I said, the 5.5 points is a little hard. And a game where I think it would probably be more of a 4-point game. But, uh, you know, now that I look at Spurs coming off a game back-to-back -back yesterday, you know, maybe fatigue plays in a little bit for the Spurs team. And uh, I didn't like their performance yesterday. It wasn't a, a killer-type performance. And the Kings could still technically catch the Spurs team. So that would be interesting. Looking at this Kings team here, the Kings have the Grizzlies, Grizzlies, and Jazz. So a brutal schedule for them. Uh, Spurs, on the other hand, get... Uh, who do they have here? They get the Knicks, Suns, and Suns. So both have brutal schedules. Uh, so it's going to be still tough for the Kings, but they can still keep on believing for a little bit with three games still left. And uh, if they can get the Spurs to lose here, they're, they're two games behind, so they'll probably need the Spurs to lose them all, and the Kings got to win them all. So very unlikely. And uh, like I said, the Spurs just didn't show any jam yesterday against that, that, that Brooklyn team. So uh, I just can't do it. I can't get on it, even though I think it could be like a four-point game. I'm just I'm not feeling good about it. Uh, I'm going to get on the Knicks. They just, uh, they've been such a force. They're at home. And like I said, the Spurs team hasn't really expired confidence. Uh, and uh, and uh, they're, they're in 10th spot. And they're not playing confident ball. And New York certainly is. Uh, they got to feel good. Even after that, it was a grueling road trip. And that, that Lakers game was, was uh, nothing for them to, to be down about. Uh, uh, it was definitely a good game. So taking the Knicks in this one. And uh, I'm just going to take the Knicks on the money line. That's all I'm going to do. That way I, I, I'm really comfortable on that. So I get the Knicks on the money line at 145. Like I said, I think this could be a four or five point game, depending on how much you believe in the, the Spurs to be able to deliver on... Uh, putting up a competitive game in this one but uh 145 just shade under what i'd normally like to do but i think it's just uh it's just a safe place for me in this one that i like so nuggets in to see the timberwolves and, and the paydays are playing today and you know what this is the first time i've had some some reservations about my paydays in this one and uh I, you know they're playing the nuggets and I just finished telling you guys, I watched some of this Nuggets team the other day, and they were like the freaking Harlem Globetrotters to start the game. Uh, the Joker was awesome. But, 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 oh, and I just, like I said, I think we've called the Timberwolves right the last, it's got to be like seven, eight, nine games in a row now. So lots of pressure on the paydays in this one. And, uh, you know, I was looking at this one this morning, and I, today today we're in peril, man. We're in peril with the paydays, I think, because I think I've got to take, I think i got to take them to cover. I think i got to take them to cover on this one. Uh, they're four and a half points, and <laughs> you're thinking why, right? Well, first off, the Timberwolves haven't seemed to be bothered at all that they're not playing for anything since they got healthy. I think they're more concerned uh, showing the league that they're not as bad uh, as they played out. You look at the lottery teams right now, they're kind of leading the pack of the bad teams, and I don't think they're really going to catch anyone, and I don't really think they're going to fall back to anyone, so I don't see the coach really hindering them too much in this one. And the Nuggets, you know, the Nuggets have some issues. They have some injuries. They're, they're, they're missing some guys at that guard play. And you look at this Timberwolves team, and Towns plays well 
against other other dominating centers. So I was looking back at the schedule this morning at what they've done, and uh, for instance, they were in. They played a two-game set against Rudy, uh, Gobert and the Jazz. They won one game, one hundred one to ninety-six. They won the other game, one hundred five to one hundred four. You keep going back looking for another dominating center uh, somewhere back, and I keep going back, and I come to the Sixers, and they lost to the Sixers by eight points in that game, and in that game, uh, Towns played, Russell didn't, but Towns played, and he played against Embiid, and Embiid had a, a tw 28 minutes, 24 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. So pretty pedestrian game for Embiid. Towns goes 44 minutes, 39 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal in that one. So, I, I don't know. I see a guy that kind of plays up a little bit to the competition and, and should, have, uh, should have his hands full today uh, with the Joker here. So... Uh, looking at the Rockets, and you know, not a center, but Randall's a big kind of down in the paint there. They, they, they win by one point against the Knicks, so they had that game going for it. Przingis, uh, well, I don't know if you want to call Przingis a dominating center, but they did lose, do, did lose to Przingis on a big effort by him. But uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like the paydays a little bit in this one, and, and it's scary. I, I, I'm worried that the streak is going to end. Uh, because this Nuggets team is really good. So, uh, to me, you know, it's kind of crazy when you look at it. But the, the, the paydays are 6-4 and four in their last 10. They won their last two. So, I don't know. No balls, no glory, I guess. Oh, sorry, no guts, no glory. I, I want to make sure I'm internet correct on that. Uh, I, I got to take it. So, who knows if this is the death of the Timberwolves or of our paydays. But I'm getting on the T-Wolves today. And uh, I, I say that uh, I 